No. Shit. What happened? Well, anything can happen on Halloween, Nick. What? That sounds eerily similar to the show that we're talking about today. Steven, don't you roll your eyes. I'm Welcome to the so Song Top Report, everyone. with this, and the episode just started. We're going to dissect bad music to figure out how it died. I am your host, Nick Brigadier. I am Mike Russell. And I'm Steve Trollinger. And Steve, why are you done? Because I'm wishing Mike didn't pregame drink for this episode. Listen, he's just getting into the mind of the writers as they were writing the lyrics to this song, okay? There is no way they were sober, that is for sure. <laughs> you guys, no, the song that we're talking about today is uh, called Anything Can Happen on Halloween. It was a song from a made-for-TV British movie uh, called The Worst Witch, which is based on a book series, and performed by the legendary Tim Curry. So I watched... The barest minimum of this movie. I watched... I watched the whole thing. Maybe five to ten minutes at most. My whole takeaway from it is that I it's basically like a pre-crisis version of Wicked. But if Wicked was terrible in every conceivable way... <laughs> the, yeah, the, That's the, the closest description the I can come up with. The 1986 made-for-TV movie is not really good in any sense. Um, but I, but it's based on a book series that came out in 1974, I believe. And I don't want, I did not read the books. I do not want to judge the quality on the books based on a 70 minute made for TV movie. The book was much better, Nicholas. <laughs> I haven't read a book that I could say with almost absolute certainty that the book was much better than the movie. Yeah, with the book, I was better able to imagine the green screens in the background that the movie just wasn't able to capture. <laughs> yeah. I I guarantee nobody told Tim Curry what was going on the back oh, of that green absolutely screen. Absolutely not. So in this movie, The Worst Witch, there's a scene towards the end where uh, Tim Curry's character appears, who is not really in the movie much at all, who is known as... What's the title of Tim Curry's character? Tim Curry is known in the cast as the Grand Wizard. <laughs> Soak that in. This was written by not Americans. But no, so Tim Curry as the Grand Wizard comes out and does a song, because this, this, the movie's kind of like a musical, but the song he does... What colors his tuxedo, Nick? It's white. Shut up. <laughs> he, the, yeah, the Grand Wizard in his white tuxedo comes out. Does he have a hat on? He does not have a hat. <laughs> he has. He does have a cape and a, uh, and a bat bow tie, so fuck you, Tim Burton, you thieving bitch. <laughs> He's like some sort of ultra-racist white nationalist Jack Skellington. Yo, fun story, though. Like Speaking of racism. Last week. No, it's not even racism. There was a, there was a guy who flashed himself. I work at the news. So the yeah. guy flashed himself to a bunch of people, uh, but he was wearing a Jack Skellington t-shirt and was hilarious. You me. own one of those. I don't. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, it was literally that's it. He was, uh, it was a flasher and a Jack Skellington t-shirt, but he did it to like kids so it's just kind of funny yeah. that he was wearing like a, a disney movie t-shirt and that's funny <laughs> you know? it's but funny in a funny ironic it. sort of way and then yeah. as he flashes them he just says there are few who deny it what i do i am the best for my talents are both known far and wide <laughs> and since i am dead i can take off my head I'm just trying to I'm trying to chart how we got here. Oh, Nick, I'm sorry. I was just really jealous because you got to it first. 
I can admit that. I'm, 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 a, I'm a big enough man. I can admit that I just it was driven by jealousy. I understand. I won't lie. I really enjoyed this performance of you know this Flash or something. Well, you know, a performance you're going to enjoy a lot more. What's that? You're going to enjoy Tim Curry in the green screen insanity that takes place behind him in the song Anything Can Happen on Halloween. Uh, it goes a little bit like this. Anything can happen on Halloween. Your dog could turn into a cat. There may be a toad in your bass guitar, or your sister could turn into a bat. What is Christmas going? Yeah, if you are, if you're watching along, what is going on here is carrot top levels of prop comedy. Oh my god! I mean, the, we'll we'll get into the actual song, the lyrics, and the insanity there. But just to give you a sense of the video, they essentially put Tim Curry in a the most flamboyant outfit possible. In front of a green screen with what I'm sure is just a series of props all around him. And they just said, you know what, just just do do, do what do what feels natural. And what's natural for Tim Curry is to sound super sexy all the time, no matter what. He can't turn it off. Mike Russell, you know about that. I know, but you know, it doesn't matter where you are. Like this is a kid's movie. Like like at the end of this scene, you see that he's been singing this to a bunch of like preteen girls who throughout uh, the movie are like fawning over him like they pass around photos it's the grand wizard oh my god like when you go when you go back to the beginning you're you'll you'll see at the very beginning part of this song it sounds like him it sounds like he's just trying to seduce these children <laughs> he's trying to sound scary but it gets too frankenfurtery and he just comes off really super sultry and there's one lyric in particular where he has a moment, and I'll point to it when we get there. That, I think that I know just, the moment. Yeah, it's it's really like really, really a a, a, um, a Rocky Horror moment. And once you realize he's doing it at children, it kind of sends the wrong message. Well, I can't wait to hear that part. But I mean, I'm just gonna agree right away based off the title of the song. Anything can happen on Halloween. I mean, that sounds like like just a shitty pickup line you'd use. Like, hey, baby, what's going on? Oh, Halloween. Yeah, anything can happen. You and me. Let's uh see what happens. Mike, have you used that before? Uh, <laughs> Usually at Easter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's their problem. I like to use my Halloween pickup lines during Easter time, you know? <laughs> hey, baby, anything can happen on Halloween, so what do you say we get into a committed relationship and six months later see what happens on that magic day? <laughs> I see you, got a, see you got a basket full of Cadbury eggs there. You know what they say about Cadbury eggs? They make great pumpkin stuffers. <laughs> you think those will keep for six months? What's up? So this is normally the part where I would lay out like the history of the song and and like what it's about. But I like I said, I I saw I saw the whole movie uh, that this came from, and it real this song really does come completely out of nowhere because they mention there's like this grand finale and it's going to take place on Halloween's night, but the whole rest of the movie is just about kind of hijinks of these little witches in the school and about this plot of other evil witches trying to take it over, the Voldemort stand-ins, so to speak. Starring uh, uh, Mrs. Garrett of <laughs> Facts of Life fame. As, oh, as, shit! As a double, as a double, what is it, a Ray? Oh, man, what is her? I can't remember the actress's name now. But um, she plays a double role. She plays a, a an evil witch and a good witch. Yes. And the evil witch. She's the Alphaba and the Glinda. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking like a clumps kind of deal? Like Professor? No, you don't You don't quite see that. There's only one scene where you see them in the same room together. But, uh, but the evil witch, too... evil witch has got 
like neon pink hair and they make her speak with a southern accent but there's still a little bit of english in it so it's this bad witch in england from the southern united states trying to get back at her good sister it's very interesting her good twin sister yes her good twin sister (laughs) but she gets turned into a snail at the end so justice is served What what was the point I was trying to make about this? No, the whole point is that the great thing about this song is it exists kind of in a bubble. Now, it doesn't really have to do with the rest of the movie. You can just take it as a little individual piece by itself. And it doesn't necessarily make any more sense by itself or in the context of the movie. Um, But I just want to play a little bit of when Tim Curry lands because he flies into the school and gives a little speech to the young witches. He's about to, as Steve said, kind of seduce. (laughs) Like I said, yeah, it's, it's, it's... well, you and I, I think we'll we'll do we'll play a little game. You and I, where we point out the moment we both think that that comes to. Oh, I know exactly. Where These are young witches. No, no. Okay, <laughs> I was no, about witches, to say wi- no. Imagine Girl Scouts. Yeah, like eleven to thirteen, I would say. Oh, well, here's a little clip of Tim Curry talking to the young witches at the school. It's great to be here with you, young witches, on this fabulous night. Remember, girls. Show the world. Let them know it's Halloween. So that section you just heard is literally the only introduction to this song. Otherwise, it's about these witches trying to do this performance on broomsticks. And now he's saying it's Halloween, and now we got a whole song just about Halloween. That sounds... I'm sorry, but we're going off this whole seduction-like thing. Oh, it only gets sexier from that there. That sounds like if Tim Curry like went to like your local co- like college yeah. like campus and was telling all the ladies... It's great to be here with all you young witches. <laughs> Let's let them know it's Halloween. Because what happens on Halloween with costumes? Anything. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> and less of it. That's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, you were saying uh, Tim Curry seems kind of, like, seductive right off the bat. Let's just hear a little bit more and see how much further it goes. Hit it! I wouldn't change places with anyone tonight. We'll carve pumpkin faces and watch the witches flight. Okay, we gotta we, we, Every, we gotta talk about this a little bit. This is Paramount phoning it in. This is phoning it in, Tim Curry. You think so? This this part at oh, least. Oh, this part, yes. But what is happening on the screen? He's in front of a green screen, and throughout the video, like ten thousand things are all thrown in the background. Like right now, there's like kind of clouds floating by, and then he says, I wouldn't trade places with anyone tonight. Just a skeleton shows up next to him. <laughs> And that's he it. doesn't want to be dead, Nick. What do you expect? He doesn't want to. That's what I was thinking. Like he says, like I wouldn't trade places with anyone tonight. Of course, no one would want to trade places with a dead person. The whole point of the phrase is to seem like today's so great. I wouldn't trade places with anyone. On any normal day, I wouldn't want to trade places with a dead person. The director, the director for this is working with the editor in post, saying. Every time he says something in the lyric, I want the thing that he said to appear behind him. Yes. All right. In this part, he mentions pumpkins. There must be a pumpkin behind him. Okay. Now he's mentioning there being other people near him. Put a skeleton next to him. Now he said something about the moon and witches. I want a moon and a witch. Stat. <laughs> it, it is as literal as you could possibly get. Now, yeah. so this whole number was done entirely in front of a green screen, and it was done by someone, clearly, in my opinion, whose enthusiasm to work with the green screen 
was only matched by their lack of knowledge as to how a green screen works. This is this is a person discovering how PowerPoint works. Yes. And I was so fascinated by it. I looked through the cast. Tom McCarrow was the person who did the visual effects for this movie. And by proxy, I'm assuming the one who put this video together. Um, he has two credits on IMDb. The first one he did was, I think, an industrial video for something called Simulator Technologies in 1985. And then he did special effects for The Worst Witch in 1986. And that's it. That's it. His career ended right there. This video killed someone's career in hey, editing. Hey, hey, now let's <laughs> special let's, effects. Hey, now let's not assume the worst. Maybe he died, <laughs> or maybe he got arrested for a horrible. Maybe crime. he was the skeleton. <laughs> maybe he was the skeleton that Tim Curry is pointing to. Let's not assume the worst here. Maybe he's in prison for first degree murder or something. Guys, come on. Yeah, God, anything but just that he resigned in shame. Nothing's worse than losing your career to the green screen and overexcitement and underknowledge. Nothing. Human heart will shudder. Oh, come on. Every <laughs> yes, he says every human heart will shudder. He takes this little like plushy heart and just goes boom, 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 and then he tosses it to the side. Doesn't even. Like, it looks like it's Valentine's Day in a Halloween movie for a second. I mean, come I'm on. telling you, Carrot Top is watching this, going brilliant, fantastic use. Human heart will shudder. Every soul will shake with fears. Tonight. Why? Did you see what just happened? Did you see that transition? What you just saw was an extreme close-up of a cat's eye that then zooms into the black pupil, and then the black pupil disappears, and then you see Tim Curry's face in it, and then it extreme zooms in so the pupil disappears so the cat's eye like rushes at the screen so that you can now see tim curry's entire body it's it, i'm trying to piece it together and really coming up with nothing here <laughs> um i just remember the oh no no tim curry is just terrifying because he's got this he's he's perpetually bloodless when well, he's, he's British. He younger, you can't hold that against him. That's true. Him. That's true. But when he was younger, especially, when he was older, he got, like, very ruddy. Yeah. But when he was younger, he just looked like he had the minimum amount of survivable human blood. Yes. And his hair, and his hair, he looked like a vampire 24-7. Oh, yeah. With his big, poofy black hair and his and his giant mouth and his yes. bloodless face. And he's always wearing a cape of some kind. Is his cape pink? I think it might be a little the, bit. The inside, the lining is yeah, pink. Yeah, yeah. You had to break up the white monotony. Right. <laughs> British TV is all about white monotony. Tonight, the creepiest. Tonight, the scariest. The editor basically just discovered the dissolve button. Yes. He's, he's figuring it out as he's going along. Hey, did you yeah. guys know if you hit the button, the mark dissolve, the guy disappears all like he went down the, the bathroom drain? Yeah. I love that you guys are expecting the viewers to be having this fucking video up like while they're watching the podcast right now. Yeah, like, if you're... You, <laughs> yeah, like, pause the podcast right now, look up the video, and watch along with us. Nothing's funnier than listening to three guys describe a visual item. In an but audio it's medium. It's insanity. It is insanity. I, I swear, my theory on how this happened was that they felt, they spent a day shooting Tim Curry in front of a green screen doing this song. Then they handed it off to Tom McCarrow, special effects guy. You are giving them a lot of credit if you think that took them a day. 
Tim Curry did not do more than one take of this. <laughs> We've my got it. My respect for him demands that he refuse to do any following takes. No, he handed it off to Tom Acaro, who that very night he was supposed to edit it, his pushy, his pushy roommate convinced him to take mushrooms that one night where he had to edit everything together, and he only had one night to do it. And this is what came out. I wish you had just kept going, mother gave him mushrooms. I think that'd be great. Mother gave him mushrooms. <laughs> I thought you were going to say his mother pushed oh, him. Damn it, my God. I don't know why he's not British, but. <laughs> Tom McCarroll, they, 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 they got a Georgia uh, person. Yeah. Damn it, Ma, quit trying to feed me that psilocybin. I got work to do. Oh, dang, now I'm tripping again. Oh, my face is melting all over the place. The editing bay is covered in my face, Ma. Where's the green screen begin and where's it end? Tonight, the most wonderful night. There, right there, right there, that, right there. <laughs> he is having a protracted orgasm right now. Oh, Halloween is getting him so hot right now. I mean, look. Look at that face. Look at... Do it. Do you tell me he is not coming right at this very moment? Hey, God. Man, I really hope my mom doesn't choose this episode Jesus. to listen to. I was, gonna, I was going to say, well, you know, this is probably him coming off of filming the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and he's still in that mode. Nope, this is 10 years it's after that. Yeah. He's been in that mode for a long time. 10 years later, Tim here. Oh, my God. He's like, yeah. I love to trick or treat. Because, <laughs> yeah, keep in mind, he's, he's singing this to a whole bunch of children, essentially. Now, this video seems to take place separate from time and space, but he's still essentially serenading children. Are, now, we, are we sure this movie isn't just like Spring Awakening, but in the fall? <laughs> the only candy I have is hard candy. <laughs> Guys, you I sound made, like my grandma. Guys, I made a classy literature joke, and you guys just shed all over it. Thanks a lot. That's what I get for trying to elevate this conversation. How'd you like a jawbreaker? <laughs> How many licks does it take to get to the center of the Tupxy Pop? Let's see. A one. A two. Three. Disco for a second. Yo, this sounds familiar. The backtrack, doesn't it? Nope, it's an original song. You're thinking it's Smoke on the Water. Yes! I think I was. Anything can happen on Halloween. That's exactly. Steve, it's like you got my brain. Dancing out a little bit. Oh, my feet are stuck to the floor somehow! Anything can happen on Halloween Your dog could turn into a cat There may be a toad in your bass guitar Or your sister could turn into a bat So, so any, anything can happen on Halloween But it seems like at least 50% of the things that happen Involve things turning into other things Yes Because this is the second verse is 
just that. The very first two things he's laid out, he's laid out, has, has set a precedent. A he will he will repeat that over yeah. and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, your blank after could a while turn into a blank. Yeah, after a while, there's just diminishing returns. Your dog can turn into a different dog. <laughs> your sister could get slightly older. <laughs> I could make change and turn your ten into a five. But yeah, I. That's exactly right. Like he says. Your doctor, there, there may be a toad in your bass guitar, or your sister could turn into a bat. I guess I just don't understand where the bass guitar came from. And the, like, dog turning into a cat almost makes sense. Oh yeah, dogs and cats—they're opposites. Toad in a bass guitar is the very next thing. There's, there's. Makes sem- no, why, well, how would you even know? First of all, if it's in there. And the image uh, they show of a bass guitar—it's not a hollow. It's, it's, it's an electric one, which is solid body. So literally, the toad would have to be like part of the design of it, which means the toad would be dead. Yeah, the toad. Yeah, it's the only way Toad gets into an electric <laughs> bass guitar. There's no, it's not like an acoustic guitar. You won't be able to tell if the Toad's alive or dead until you open the guitar, Nick. It's Schrodinger's Toad. Schrodinger's Toad. <laughs> Don't you... open the guitar! Don't open it! If you open it, the Toad's dead! Right? Uh, Nick, Nick and I are forming a, uh, a band uh, that will be playing weeknights. Uh, it's called Schrodinger's Toad. We Feel only do. Come down. We only do covers of anything can happen on Halloween. There may or may not be toads in our bass guitars, but we'll never find out. This song. This song is an. This song, as we go forward, is an exercise in struggling to find things that rhyme with other things. I mean, where the fuck? They don't even rhyme with guitar, do they? No. They but, didn't have to go with Toad and Guitar. That was they really did not have to mess around with musical instruments and and small amphibians getting in there. There's there's no reason they they has this not even Halloweeny. <laughs> Alright. Toads kind of, maybe. If you're talking like cauldron. I mean that's a leap, but and that's a oh Nick. Nick, you don't miss a beat, do you? <laughs> But no, I mean, shit. Throw something. You don't have to rhyme. It's the middle of maybe the rhyme. He's it's really, the middle. Maybe he's really trying to emphasize that anything can happen on Halloween. Logic be damned. Well, shit. All right. If, if, if we're going with pure open mindedness, then why be so closed as putting toads in a bass guitar? Oh, well, it gets crazier as it goes on. I think he followed that advice. Guitar or your sister could turn into a bat. Christmas time. Throws a giant sun at her face. Is that a sun? I would, I would really hope that it was running up until this point, Tim. (laughs) Yes. Although, as you spoke to his pallor, uh, maybe it wasn't. That's true. He might not have the context clues necessary. Okay, so, okay. (laughs) Gremlins are going to mess up every cassette from London to Idaho, which means, geographically speaking, all blockbuster videos from Germany to Japan to the Rockies should be completely fine. Well, it depends which direction they're going. (laughs) 
Either way, there is a large geographical block whereupon, for some reason, those cassettes will be totally and completely fine. I really wish I knew the latitude and longitude of gremlin influence throughout the planet. You know what I mean? Like, how? You didn't research that before the podcast? Oh, I should have looked into it. I should have looked into gremlin influence. Is it the same gremlins traveling, like, in a line? Like, do they, do they, Start in London, get on a ship, cross, go across the United States, and keep messing up the cassettes? Or are there gremlins already in these locations, and on Halloween they just choose to do it? Oh, God. I, are we, I mean, you didn't do your research. I don't know why I'm asking no, you. I'm more just positing they, the question. They don't choose to do it, Nick. It's their livelihood. It's, it's not a choice. They're only employed one day a year? No, they're employed all year round. Messing up cassettes, dismantling things. And so was, not, I, what does that even mean? Are they not? Are they like fast forwarding to like the three quarters through and not rewinding? Oh, like that's that the, the worst. worst you can do with the cassette. That's the Be worst. Kind, rewind. Also, I think that's a Betamax. Oh yeah, yeah. The cassette that they show, it's definitely yeah. That's not. A, that's, that's huge. It's oh, not, for yeah, sure. it's not. It's not VHS. I love uh, how we can see the images. <laughs> like. Gremlins? Oh, yeah, they, they green-screened the Betamax. They stuck a green screen so Tim Curry's face could appear in the Betamax looking at himself. I like... So if you guys are at all familiar with, with Gremlins as a folklore creature... Yes. Um, love the movie. Their, great movie. Second whole, movie was great. Hulk Hogan loved him. They're, they're, um, but Gremlins, they're, uh, the creatures of folklore, they mess stuff up. That's their whole, that's their whole deal. Um, I really enjoy how they're... Very good at, dis- at diversifying their portfolio. It seems like every time humans invent something new, gremlins immediately know how to bust it up. Trains, they're there. Airplanes, they're up on there, chewing on the wing, scaring the shit out of John Lithgow and William Shatner. Betamax, they're waving fucking magnets over it. Next time you see an older person complaining about the difficulty of their technology, just remember our old friend the gremlin and what they can accomplish. <laughs> Gonna mess up every cassette from London to Idaho. April 1st can be fun. New Year's Eve is a bore. Oh, no, come on, that's not fair. He says April 1st can be fun, but New Year's Eve is a bore. No, he some... said ball. Did he say ball? New Year's Eve is a ball. And he al- did. April, okay. April 1st is not always fun. That's when I got arraigned and was eventually sent to jail. That was on April 1st, no joke, so... <laughs> I don't know. We can't really go into much on that, but just say. Although he said can be, yeah, always. Yeah, he left it open to having a <laughs> shitty Those records April were sealed. He knew. Those records were sealed. We can't discuss it. But on Halloween, your flesh begins to grow. Oh, I'm losing control. What? Yeah, so everything is literally happening. His hair just turned green once again by a uh, green screen effect, which is the one time it actually makes sense. They did not show his. They did show his fingernails growing, which means at some point in the editing bay, the director shouted down the editor, "It's too much. It's just too much." <laughs> well, yeah, we so don't want people. We want people to take us seriously. It's cropped in very close on Tim Curry's face, so you almost wonder if that was a conscious decision in post. And also, there's like ten thousand other Tim Curry's faces in the background, like all doing the exact same thing. So, wow, what's that? Who's who says 
Who says a queen can't be a dentist? What's such Who a di- says that? You're looking at the diploma while you're waiting in the waiting room. Yes. Elizabeth II, DDS. <laughs> Graduate of the University of Florida. I got to get the fuck out of here. Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> He <laughs> went the same direction. Yeah. Oh, 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 just, oh, we're going to need a deep clean. You have got to be taking care of your gums. <laughs> you like accidentally spit up on the queen. Oh, I never. <laughs> this this man has disrespected you know. the queen. This man, this man here in this dentist chair. It almost sounds like Julius Childs. There's, 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 there's a, what are the royal guards called? What are they called? The um, Canadian the, Mounties. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, the, with the with the big with old the big hats, hats, not Westminster and they don't guard, move the, Bucking, or... the Buckingham Palace yeah. guard standing behind you, just like butts you <laughs> in the back of the head with his rifle as you spit on the queen. <laughs> she doesn't have laughing gas or there, she, or anesthetic. She just has a, a soldier to butt you in the head <laughs> with a oh, rifle. Charlie, we need to put him under for a deep clean, if you could please. Funk drop. <laughs> oh, quite good, quite good. Your dentist could turn into a queen. Has anybody seen my tambourine? What? Okay, we gotta stop. He just pulled a goddamn tambourine out of his cape. Mr. Tambourine Man! There he is! <laughs> oh, God. William Shatner's been searching for so long. He was in a magic school this whole time. They but really they really wrote themselves into the corner with tambourine. They, they did. <laughs> Once you get to tambourine, you, you, you're kind of running out of things you can do with that. Your dentist could turn into a queen. So I didn't catch that at first, but he says, has anyone seen my tambourine? I might start playing Begin the Begin. Which... Is that really the lyrics? That's, that's that's a Cole Porter song, right? It is. Yes, it is a real song, actually. So the song Begin the Begin sounds like this. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our own version of Cole Porter's Begin the Begin. The lyrics to this, actually. Oh, really? How did I say no one plays the clarinet? Well, my question was... Is that the clarinet? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have another question now about... You you played... You were in a band... You were in... You played, what, the triangle? Yes, I played the triangle. But you were in school band, I also played the crash cymbals. I also played the xylophone... I'll get to that in a second. I played the bells. I played the snare drum, the bass drum. I played the P, the timpani, but the, the xylophone. Four mallets, Nick. Four mallets went to Nisma. Got uh, whatever wasn't the perfect one, but the one right below that. Like a five out of six or four out of five. Is there a mallet rating system? Is that what you mean? I got four mallets out of five. I, no, oh. I had four, no, but I did have four mallets. I, I was playing two mallets per hand. The the lyricist the lyricist ran out. Yes. They, they just they they were it was late night. They were they were shooting this tomorrow. Oh fuck it. Uh, shit. Uh quick, what rhymes with Halloween and tambourine? Uh uh scene. Uh begin the begin. Uh uh Ben Vereen. What uh, was that last one you said? Ben begin the begin. No, Ben Vereen? No, 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 the begin thing. Uh yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Because, yeah, he pulls out a tambourine and says, has anyone seen my tambourine? Which is a redundant question because he has it with him. And then also, he then says, I might just start to play Begin the Begin. And you can't play 
that song on a tambourine. I don't care how talented you are. Do you hear this clarinet solo? Smack, 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 smack. Yeah, she's just shaking a little bit. You the, know? <laughs> the tambourine is a percussive instrument. You can't play notes on it. First of all, Nick, do not say you cannot play notes on a per- percussive instrument. Okay, you can. Yes, the piano. You cannot is play notes instrument. on a tambourine, which is a percussive instrument. Hashtag but not-, not all percussive instruments. <laughs> I think this is the actually the first time we had a discussion about music on, on our this music podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might be right. I think this oh. is the first time we actually decided we knew what we were talking about when it came to music. Did you play an instrument in high school? Or any time? No. No. I played trumpet for a few years. I own many instruments that I intend to eventually play. Oh, Steve, I just mean elementary level. I wouldn't say you had to play a meta. No, we we concerned ourselves mainly with music theory in my elementary school. (laughs) Nothing gets you interested in music faster than music theory without any practicality. Oh, boy. So theoretically, if you take the drumsticks and you move them around a little bit, you might make some noises. But no, Steve, to your point, uh, you were right in the sense once you get to the tambourine, you kind of run out of things you can talk about because the song basically is uh, almost at the end, right after it gets to the tambourine. He threw in a little Mick Jagger there. Oh my God. He that threw was a little Mick Jagger. I love like chicken dance. Are you telling me? <laughs> but that's that's in his mind. What's gonna bring out the craziest night you've ever seen? It's him whipping at a tambourine, starting begin begin. I mean, that's just, that's that, not as crazy as is, any Halloween I've had. Oh man, there's gonna be toads and. Bass guitars is gonna be me with a tambourine. But also, that Halloween is going to be. And that's not a British accent, by the way. That's just him pronouncing it weird. But I love it. I'm so happy. And he looks like he's happy too. Look at that frozen grin. Look at that grin. Come on, I mean, in the end, he got a paycheck to do this. And if that's not the best job... His best job was the worst witch. Yes. Some sort of irony somewhere. It was that. his best job. It was Tom Caro's best job until he either died or went to Tom prison. Tom Caro's last job. Yes. <laughs> best and last. Maybe he. Maybe it was such a high note, he's like, I got to end it here. There's going to be no job better than dicking around with a green screen with Tim Curry prancing in the as foreground. He, as he slowly he's like, throws his jacket over his shoulder, well, that's the end of me. He slowly walks into the sunset. The Lonely Man theme from The Incredible Hulk starts to play. Some say Tom Akiro never went back to work, but I believe he's still out there editing green screen videos and going up to that big green screen in the sky. Although it'd be ironic if the sunset he's walking into is uh, a green screen. It's Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott at the end of The Big Lebowski. Yes. I can't do Sam Elliott. (laughs) I like to know that he's out there. The dude. Coming up with green screen footage for the common man. (laughs) 
What was that was the... pure sex right there, by uh, the way. I haven't seen the video, okay? I'll be honest. I haven't, like, I haven't seen the movie. I'm just wondering how this advanced the plot in any way. In any way. Because he talked about turning turning people into bats and dogs into cats and like toads into guitars and talking about his tambourine. Oh, it doesn't it does not advance the plot in any way. Literally, that first line you heard, it's great to be here, is the first line of dialogue he says in the movie. Um after this, a a, a mishap happens that ruins the whole event. And then he flies away. He literally flies away. And then doesn't show up until the end when he rewards like the main character. I have to go now. My planet needs me. Exactly. <laughs> Poochie's dead. Yeah, no, he literally just disappears uh, like immediately after the song. So yeah, here's the thing. It doesn't advance the plot in one bit, but this song has outlived the stupid made-for-TV movie for decades now it stands as like a perfect little compact capsule of something i don't know what it's because it really nothing in the lyrics really lends itself to like halloween you know toads and bass guitars tambourines you know all the things you would associate with halloween but i'm so happy that it exists the way it, it does that we have we have this remnant from this movie you both look thoughtful i'm just so thinking about how you're probably the one person who's happy about any of this like <laughs> i'm thrilled i'm so glad we got to talk about it uh well happy halloween everyone uh thank you so much for listening oh that's right it's halloween yes hey oh wait did let's you... go did... hey <laughs> oh let's go <laughs> get the halloween trades done yo well you guys gotta tell people where you're being for halloween did you tell them yet did we go over this did we talk about i feel like i asked you... it but i don't know oh you without any uh when asking, mentioned that you were Mr. Peanut Butter. Yes! It's going to be great. I'm actually looking for my faux fur right now, and I found a vest over at the Abracadabra. Ooh. Might get it. I don't know yet. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm still working out my costume. Uh, we'll have to see. But uh, in the meantime... Oh, so fuck Steve. I'm going as vaguely interested in this topic of conversation. <laughs> and he's wearing it right now. Oh, I knew he'd pick that. I knew he'd pick that costume right from the get-go. I... It's just so you. Once again, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, on Instagram now, actually. and We've boosted our social media, folks. It's going to be crazy, yes, so we, just we, get ready for it. We've, we've really stepped our game up on We're that. We're going to be gramming it now? Yes. Is that the nomenclature? I think that's what the kids are calling it. Okay. And this ain't no Finsta. It's an Insta, right? <laughs> I have no idea what you just said. I hear Finsta means fake Insta. Oh. We are, I'm aging myself right no, now. No, Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike's got his finger on the pulse of what the kids are saying. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, though, at Nick Brigadier. Uh, you can find me at MrMikeRussell.com. That's M-R-Mister. And also, uh, if you do send an email or a comment, we love hearing your ideas for... Halloween costumes, uh, bad 80s movies, and yeah, and Steve's got all sorts of cool stuff to say. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Your Man Trollo. Uh, eventually, StephenTrollger.com should be up within the next week. Next week? Uh, within the next week. Um, and I guess eventually at my Instagram account that I have to create now <laughs> because this is the horrible, horrible apocalyptic future that we've all chosen to live in. <laughs> Oh, and your show that you have coming up. Yes, uh, I have a show coming up uh, called uh, In Love with the Arrow Collar Man. Um, it is at Theater 80 
in St. Mark's. Uh, it opens the second week of November, runs the first week of December. Uh, the tickets are on sale now, so if you uh, go uh, look that up, you can find more information. Awesome. I think you're running off right now to yes, rehearse. Yes, I have to go there. to rehearsal. Yeah. yeah. It's... Which is why I was glowering at Mike the whole time he was going off on a stupid tangent. We love tangent. your feedback. We love your comments. Let me just say this. There's no, Steve's a you. rage on the stage, folks, so see that show. The troll got a roll, and he's a rage on the stage. I do actually really like that. Okay, let's wrap Thank this yes. up. Thank you so much for listening. I'm uh, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm... And he's out of here. And we will see you next week. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>